episode 156, Big Review, tonight's guest, an earlier episode. Plus, field interview with Adam Todd Brown, and exclusive in-studio interview with Vanessa Gritton. All this, and retrospectives, only on Bleak and Revolt! <laughs> All right, I forgot you're going to do that. <laughs> Me too, until just uh, then. Okay. Uh, Bleak and Review, another glorious Friday on when you're here in this, unless you waited. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Uh, I'm Kevin Anderson. There's Matt Brousseau over there uh-huh. confirming. Uh-huh. we got a very special episode today, don't we, Matt? Uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, there was a bit of unpleasantness right before uh, we started recording, which we don't have to get into if you don't want to. Uh, yes. Some files are missing. Yes. Is this what you're going to do? This is how I talk to the cops. <laughs> yes, yes, no, possibly wasn't there. Later. It was a six. It was a six? You never know. I need a number. With there something. was a six. Okay, I got it. What's five plus two? Well, that wasn't six. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's a loose episode. Uh, okay. Uh, and we'll get into more of it later. Uh, we're going to be doing uh, it's more of a clip show this week. We've got some, uh, mm-hmm. as many listeners know, there's a lot of contention about episode 119 uh, with Chet Wild and sure. Todd Brown, yeah. uh, plus Phil Gabriel, the one-liner. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it exists or not, I think we'll get to the bottom of it by the end of this episode. I we- can tell you now, uh, it exists. Yeah, no, I can too, but I feel like... We had to put out this episode to make some believers or non-believers turn, you know? Hmm. Or maybe there's new people that haven't, like, you know, subscribed to the feed and they think that it's really not an episode. So we have to show clips to show that it really happened. Mm. And we're definitely going to be playing clips later on. And we're going to have some interviews with the affected parties, uh, Adam Todd Brown, (laughs) Uh Vanessa Gritton. Uh But that doesn't mean that we're going to do anything different in this intro, Matt. Oh, okay. Unless you don't want to. <laughs> well, I guess I'll put the gun away. Oh, that would have been very different. Yeah. We don't often hold guns while we talk. It's the. It's sometimes you're like, how do I make a decision? So you got to put a gun to your head. And, oh, really? Well, yeah. well, that is true. Gun to your head. If you got to make a quick decision based gun to on your fear. Head. Yeah. Uh, but we're but, you know no gun to your head on this one. But how's uh how's your week been? You doing okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Besides yeah. that unpleasantness. Yes. Um. Yeah. Until then, fine. <laughs> well, you had a uh, you had a you went to a Halloween party last night where Vanessa Gritton, upcoming uh, guest on the show, uh-huh. did some makeup for you or helped you with some makeup. Uh-huh. What I, was your costume? I was uh, well, I guess I was trying to tell people I was a bearded lady doctor. Yeah, but uh, most people weren't really uh, uh, appreciative of that, so I guess I just went as Doctor Drag. Doctor Drag, that's yeah. not bad. Yeah. Uh, people didn't, was Bearded Lady Doctor a... I was wondering if some people would be, like, offended by it or what. I don't know. By uh, gender bending? I just got some weird looks for the, uh, when I'd say it like that. Oh, so they're like, what, doctors, what, ladies can't be doctors? Is that what the... I don't, I don't know, honestly. Well, listeners write in, let us know what's offensive about that costume. Uh, was it Bearded Lady Doctor a reference from something, or is this a character you kind of created in No, it's head? just a bearded lady combined with a lady doctor. Well, yeah it's, yeah, it's two different costumes that, you know, lesser people would have thought of, but you're like, no, 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 I'm going to do two, a mashup. Two bygone era... Uh, bearded ladies and, and doctors? And, and lady doctors. They're still lady doctors. Well, I know, but they, they're they called doctors now. Oh, I get it, because lady doctor was like an t- old term for like, like, oh, the doctor's a woman? Yeah, oh, yeah, my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see what you mean now. Now I can see where the... The name might have made some people uh, remember a time that wasn't great. Perhaps. But uh, but you weren't certainly uh, intending it that way. No. You were just mashing up words. It was just a combination of words. How was the party? Uh, it was great. From, yeah? He said that uh, he was at our friend uh, friend Doug Dixon's house, uh-huh. correct? Yep. He's got this house in... Uh, Ooh, homeowner. S- Southeast Hollywood, I guess. Southeast. It's... Yeah, the southeast side. Uh-huh. Uh, and there was, uh, was, was there any contention at this party from surrounding environs? Well, you know, we did the workout room there a couple of weeks ago. We and, sure did. Uh, Fun show. At, uh, at nine, the show started at like 8.30. Usually around 8.30, yeah. And then at nine o'clock, his neighbors complained. It was a right. Friday night. Friday night. At nine o'clock, and his neighbors complained that the comedy from inside the overhang, right. the, the screened-in area, was too loud. With a, a microphone that is so uh, not that amplified that I did the first, I think, half of my set that night with it off and did not realize because right. there's barely a speaker. Like, it's it's turned down on purpose. It's not like their equipment sucks. Right. And, uh, and there's, you know, some people milling about and, co- like, talking, but there's no one screaming or anything, and they called in a noise complaint at 9. Yes. Well, they, it, called, they called Doug. They didn't call the cops. Oh, they didn't call the cops. Right. Okay. They were like, hey, can you keep it down? We're yeah, trying to... Yeah, yeah. Sleep at nine on a Friday? I don't know. You know how people are these days. Terrible. Terrible people. (laughs) 
Uh, and because I was gonna say, you can't call the cops because, as far as I know, in the state of California, there's nothing. You can't after. even call the cops; you get robbed. That's true. Like, yeah. What, what was your house wearing? Yeah. Well, I've told you my experience with when I got robbed, yes, and yes. I, I was like, "Yeah, my backpack was in my car." She's like, "Well, you know, that's why they took it, right?" I was like, "Yeah." Yeah, I get that. It's still a crime. <laughs> yeah, I'm asking for you to do more than just tell me what the crime was. I yeah. know what the crime was. You think I'm already not beating myself up over this? Mm-hmm. Especially as a work laptop. I told you what happened, right? Uh, where somebody called me because they found my notebook in the backpack. It was like up in the Hollywood Hills. Oh, cool. Not where I was at at all. Well, if you say so. Somebody ditched it on the road in like Mulholland Drive. And Everything just, I know about you could say you were there. I mean, you can trace it to my, uh, you know, back to me. That was the other thing that sucked was for some reason when I, I think because uh, it was a work computer, so they were able to trace it. And mm -hmm. they were like, oh, it was last, uh, the last time it was accessed was in Culver City last night, like the night you reported it stolen. I was like, well, I mean, I live in Culver City, but I don't have it. I swear to God. Like, I, right, right. I swear I don't have it. I wouldn't fucking do this. You know, it was, it was a weird thing. I looked like a total liar, I'm sure. <laughs> like someone who robs you wouldn't be three houses down. Yeah, I mean, but they robbed me at Universal Bar and Grill. That's the weird thing. That's in North Hollywood, very oh, far away. Cool. Yeah, very cool. It was. You know what? They're just. Get, it's good they're getting around. Yeah, they're really taking a <laughs> tour of the city. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and then I never got my police report. They never sent it to me like I asked when I filed it because I needed to send that to my employer. But right. they also didn't ask for it later either, so it worked out. That sounds like you had a great time. <laughs> All this is to say you can't call uh, a noise complaint till after 10 p.m. Right. <laughs> so last night at midnight, we were uh, there's I don't know it was a, it was the party was happening. It was a good time. We were out in the back. Uh, there's a little backyard area. Yeah. But it's surrounded by all these apartment buildings. And about midnight on a Saturday. Witching hour. Yeah. Uh, I'm just standing out there smoking a cigarette, and a bag of water hits my foot. <laughs> no, what do you say? Like a Ziploc bag? It was a like... Ziploc bag of water. Closed up? Or was yeah. It, oh, no, no. It closed up. It stayed closed. They tied it. It was a Ziploc quality bags. <laughs> like, fuck, I wish I had water balloons. Yeah. <laughs> I can really. I mean, at least if, like, if it was ice, you know what I mean? It's, uh, it's like. A, that's an assault. That's then. an assault. But uh, like it, it just fucking blows my mind. Like, what are you doing? Or do you think? Do you think it was because of the noise, or do you think they were being assholes? Like, I mean, yeah, it can it be both? Yeah, I guess that's true. They're mildly disturbing me while I try to watch the game or whatever. And uh, well, the game wasn't the even game happening. Was over. Yeah, the game was over for a while. Here's what you do: uh, <laughs> just fucking yell out the window. Yeah, like a, like an adult. Yeah, don't throw water at people and make them slightly damp for a little bit. Don't be a fucking bit. coward about it. Insert yourself into the noise. Yeah. As a way of saying uh, there's too much noise here. Like Chuck D said so many years ago, bring the noise. Turn it up, bring the noise. Uh-huh. Uh, I would respect it if he, the person, I'm going to assume it's a he. It could have uh, yeah, been a lady, yeah, but it sounds yeah. like some teenage boy shit, to be honest. Uh, it sounds like, you know, most adults in Hollywood are teenage, teenage boys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, they're all going to make it. Yeah. Uh, but I, if they walked over to the place, opened it, and then, like, hit someone, like, direct, like, walked in and threw it. Right. And they're like, like, what's up? Like, at least then you're owning it. Right. Instead of just throwing it from a window, like some kind of, like some kind of bedpan in their fucking, 1800s. What kind of fucking bullshit is that? It's some bullshit, and you got your foot wet. I mean, yeah, I mean, it didn't, but I, you know. It's the, it's the principle. It was a victimless crime. Yeah. But uh, fuck those people. Free bag. Yeah, yeah, we did get a free bag out of it. That's why uh, I think everybody needs a forensic expert as, like, a friend. Because yeah. we could have really gone to town on that bag, let yeah. me tell you. Oh, man, yeah, just like uh, whose grubby Cheeto fingerprints yeah, are all over yeah, this yeah, thing. Yeah, you know yeah. they got Cheeto fingers. Oh, yeah. Scumbags. Everyone get a forensic friend. Thank you. That's what new hashtag. Let's reappropriate hashtag FF from Follow Friday to oh, okay. forensic friends. Oh, okay. You think that's good? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Speaking of scary things, because uh, was sound, it sounded terrifying. Oh, right. It sounded terrifying. I'm terrified. I'm scared of you. Uh, you shouldn't be. We're friends. That's what scares me. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the call's coming from inside the house. <laughs> Uh, I went to an escape room last night on the day we're recording this. Uh, with Wait, did, you get, did you get out? No. Oh. <laughs> this is I'm an astral project, uh, projection cool, cool, right cool. now. Uh, no, I went with friends of the show, uh, Vanessa Gritton and Michael Swaim uh -huh. and his paramour, and then uh, a couple of their roommates who I believe were also. It was a, it was a, it was a thruples, uh, three couples. And okay. mm -hmm. it was a military-themed escape room, which is great because— uh, mm, Yes, yes. It started, it started off fun because like, it was one of those You were all where, in a detention center in Texas. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> like, it yeah. kind of, there was, you start in, like, a kind of, like, a camouflage bunker. Like, you feel like you're maybe in a foxhole. Ooh. You open the first door after you've solved that one. Now you're kind of in, like, a, uh, a, a bear hole. war. Uh, there, <laughs> did you say a bear hole? Yeah. 
No, the Barrel Hole is my favorite bar in West Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. You can get loose there. <laughs> it was more of like a strategic planning room. You know, there's like map on the wall, sure, a sure, lot sure. of cabinets. Sure. A barrel that once we finally unlocked it had one clue and a skeleton in it. That was fun. A locked barrel? There was a locked barrel. A barrel huh. with like a padlock on it. And we had oh, to find the you. combination to the padlock. Oh, it's always 777. Uh. You know what's funny is that one of the clues, uh, we had to find the phone passcode to unlock a phone that had a picture that had a clue in it. Uh-huh. And when we found it out, it was 1337, like Leet, uh, like that, the gamer thing. I was just like, come on. Always always guess the memes first. We should have just gone like, just hey, what, wouldn't it be that? And yeah. then, oh, wow, that was that was it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, uh, once we got out of that room, uh, there was one of those uh, games where, or I guess it's like an old carnival game apparently. But uh, well, you, had to, you have to dunk the poor kid? What carnivals did you go to? Uh, you know, there's all kinds of different carnivals, Kevin. <laughs> Dunk the street rat. Yeah. Uh, no, it was like a, there's like a metal rod that goes in like a crazy uh, looping pattern, and you have to get a metal uh, circle. Oh, to tuning. Go, uh, it was like tuning. It was kind of like tuning fork. Uh, oh, oh, I meant when you insert things into your urethra. Oh, sounding is sounding. what you meant. Ah, tuning. Sounding. Ah. <laughs> Penile tuning is my, what you... My urethra is more of a C-sharp. <laughs> Oh no! Oh yeah, uh, tuning is when you put a guitar string in your dick hole. Oh god! <laughs> yeah, yeah, now that now we're there. Uh, tuning. Oh, that was a beautiful uh, misunderstanding. Uh, no, so you have like a metal ring and you have a handle and you have to get it through this without touching the metal on metal. And right, make, right, so if right. you get it, you unlock and get a clue. It was very fun. But then the third room, once we unlocked the last door, is mm-hmm. a basement to a torture chamber. Oh, okay. And that was like, oh, now it's the real experience. This is the real Guantanamo Bay. There's like a chair in the middle with like wires coming out of like someone had been electrocuted there. Oh, did they? Was it the Milgram experiment where you, uh, yeah. you pretend to shock people, like you fake shock people? Like we maybe? did have to. We did have to hurt our friends. Yeah, to get yeah. <laughs> and there was that like, one of the things we had to open was a cage where they would have kept somebody in, and uh, okay. and then a crawl space in that cage. I also was, like, at that moment, it had been pretty, like, G-rated and, like, fun. And I was like, oh, now this is where they're going to have a fucking actor come out and spook us. And then like a ghost. I'm Billy Mays. <laughs> Torture it up with Miracle Shocker. He's not dead. He's just been in this room the whole time. Oh, <laughs> uh, the grave of Billy Mays. R.I.P. Got to be the cleanest grave around. Uh, I mean, with all that, with all that, right. uh, with all that Miracle. Oxy grave. Oxy grave. <laughs> For tuning. <laughs> Uh, so that was really fun, though. Uh, Panic IQ or Pan IQ, I guess, is the place. Uh, Where was that? That's, they had to have a lot of room. The it didn't. That was the weird thing. It was literally on Barham, over by the 101, like on that place where Coanga meets like the freeway. And oh, don't LA talk to me. It's right by uh, that Hollywood Flowers. We it's all down know. the street. I get. It. <laughs> but it's like this. It's a tiny little house, and the two people that were running it, like the person who gave us an ori- the orientation for it and the rules. 15 years old. Cool. The person who took our picture at the end and all that stuff, seven, years. 17 years old. Oh, like okay. they were, it was somebody's kids, and the parents were probably just like, their house. I have no idea. You know, it's the newest form of an Airbnb. It really is. Yeah. The Scarebnb. Uh-huh. Ah. Right. Time for Halloween. Oh, great that's job. Fun. Uh, by the way, I hope everybody had a great Halloween, because that was a few days ago. You know, it's weird. I'm talking about a friend in New York. It is They're weird. all celebrating a Halloween uh, this weekend, the weekend this comes out. They're, they're after Halloween in after, November? After Halloween. I've heard of Christmas in July, but Halloween in November? I don't know about these people. I don't know about it. Was, it's the water. I can't <laughs> wait till that earthquake cuts Manhattan off. <laughs> hey, you've had enough, Manhattan. Get out of here. Uh, so this is uh, this is going to be an interesting episode. What we're going to do, uh, I told you that I, I went out on, I had a field interview with uh, network proprietor and comedian Adam Todd Brown. Right. Are you telling me or do you mean like the general? Well, I've told you. The, and now I'm telling The them. royal you. Uh, listeners, you certainly know. Yule. Yule. Yule Hauser. Yule Hauser. <laughs> uh, we're going we're gonna to cut to that in just a moment here. And then uh, after I talk to Adam a little bit about this, what this episode's about, which is essentially this lost episode, does it exist, does it not? We pretty much have nailed down that it does exist. But, uh, you know, there's still some good stuff. We were in a field, too. You'll, you'll find that. Oh, it's, fun. It's fun. Um, and then we're going to go to a clip uh, from the episode in mm-hmm. question, 8-Ball at Chet's, mm-hmm. Adam Todd Brown, Chet Wild. And then when mm-hmm. we come back from that clip... We've got a very special guest, my girlfriend. Wow. Yeah, Vanessa Gritton will be here to uh, talk to us a little bit about her experience with this whole uh, fiasco. Mm-hmm. And then the show will just kind of end. Wow, it's crazy. You know, these things move. <laughs> they do move. Uh, they do move in herds. 
Remember that? No. Sam Neill from, uh, no, I think Laura Dern said it. Yeah, that's and, uh, why I don't remember it, Kevin. Sam Neill. Hey, go follow Sam Neill on uh, in, uh, Twitter, everybody. He's got a pet duck, and it's delightful. It's true, yeah. My favorite Sam Neill quote from that movie is, well, look at this big pile of shit. <laughs> Better stick my hand in it. <laughs> oh, oh, that was, again, that was Laura Dern. <laughs> oh. uh, so, listeners, uh, go stick your hand in a big pile of shit, then come back, uh, listen to this upcoming. I mean, you can do it at the same time, really. Uh, yeah, I mean, can it be both? No, uh, no, no, it's different, but you can do it at the same time. Uh Okay, <laughs> so do that. <laughs> then listen to the interview, listen to the clip, and then we'll be back uh, in studio with Vanessa Gritton in a little bit. Wait, are going to be in studio or on a dock? Uh, we'll find out how far away it is <laughs> okay. from a boat, okay. for sure, uh, after this. Yeah. Oh, I can hear you real good. Ooh, that sounds real good. Real good, Kevin. Real thanks, Adam. Real good. <laughs> this is of course the cold open to this field interview. Ooh. Ooh. Say it slower. Feels good. <laughs> oh, I, I, that felt wet in my ears. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's see here. Bleak and review field report. Uh, I am Kevin Anderson. We're speaking to you all, all you bleaklings out there. Uh, it's a very hot button issue. So I, I went out in the field. We don't often do field reports on the show. It's crazy. You take it literally too. We're in a we're, field. We're in a field, but we did bring the 9/11 sign out with us because you can't forget. I have a generator that runs it, <laughs> and it's just for that. Right. <laughs> of course. Uh, of course, the person you're, you're hearing speak right now is very close to this hot button issue that we've been discussing this whole episode. I hate this so much. You hate it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's a big controversy. Uh, but before I before I get into the controversy, let me welcome uh, my first ever, our first ever field report guest, Adam Todd Brown. How are you, buddy? Oh, I'm so good. Yeah. You're Just right? so good. Yeah. Tonight we're on. It's a nice Sunday. It's a Sunday. I don't normally record on Sundays. Glad I could do this for Chet's bitch ass. <laughs> you normally only record in fields on Sunday, though. Right. That's right. what I. That's what I figured. Uh, yeah. Because you know, it's it's the weather outside is delightful. Yeah. We were gonna do L.A. Coliseum. <laughs> we were thinking about it. But the field was occupied. We we're gonna do one segment at uh, uh, Staples Center, one at Coliseum. Right. And uh, we just couldn't get booked anywhere. <laughs> yeah. It's messed yeah, up. I don't know what the deal is. Uh, well, speaking of the deal. Um, this is a big controversial episode. First time we've ever really investigated anything on this. We're trying to figure out uh, what happened. Because uh, as you know, we joined the Unpops Network, Bleak and Review, back in February uh, with episode 119, Eight Ball at Chets. Right. Now, you were on this episode. I was on that episode, yes. And you do remember recording it. It was a good old time. I remember recording it. It was a real hoot nanny. That, can I can I use that as a poll quote? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Adam Todd Brown, a real hoot nanny. Yeah. But it's like still two stars. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, and, and that was a fun episode. Chet Wilde was also on that episode. And we had, uh, I believe it was, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, the, the guy with the one-liners. Phil Gabriel. Phil Gabriel, right. Did a bunch of one-liners from right. the band Genesis. Yeah, um, he did a bunch of knock-knock jokes. That's what it was. About the band to varying Genesis. De- to, to varying degrees of humor. <laughs> Right. They're, I would say oscillated. it was like a regressive. <laughs> you, you think it started strong and they just petered right. out? Yeah. Yeah, well, listeners, uh, if you happen to have heard this episode, you could definitely weigh in. Uh, rate us five stars on iTunes and let us know how you felt about those uh, the, the regression or progression of those jokes. Sure. Uh, but then, of course, uh, there, was a whole, there was a whole to-do about when that episode was going to drop. It's called a bit. Some would say. Some, there's a lot of contention in the forums out there and the... the the call-in radio shows that are about podcasts. Uh, people are there's a lot of contention. Some people say it was a bit, and some people still claim to have never heard this episode. It's I don't doubt that there are people who might not have heard it living in the world. That's like, true. There are people who have heard none of the Unpops episodes ever. I mean, you mean like uh, uh, over the whole scope of the globe? Correct. I would say mo- yes. the majority of people have not heard that episode. Most people have never heard most of the stuff we've done <laughs> as a network. So yes, there are. I buy that there are people who never heard this episode. Wouldn't it be strange if somebody who had not heard that episode, but also had never heard of unpopular opinion, wrote in and said, "Where's that episode?" Yeah, <laughs> that would be mind-boggling. That, that would be great, and especially if they remembered like. Sinbad being on it or that, something. See, that brings me. Thank you for bringing that up because that was that's what I'm thinking might have happened here. Now it's it's leaning towards bit. I'm pretty sure it's a bit as well, uh, like you stated. But I think the Mandela effect may be involved in this. Uh, <laughs> Chet doesn't know who Nelson Mandela is. 
He's like, well, what, what 90s band is he from? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, are you, uh, uh, what is your, because the Mandela effect is, uh, if people don't know, it's uh, uh, the theory that there are alternate timelines and some of us have lived in timelines where, say, the Berenstein Bears was called the Berenstain Bears right. or that Sinbad was in a genie movie called Shazam. Shazam. Yeah, and uh, you've heard of this, of course. Uh, do you subscribe to it at all or do you think that's bullshit? I think it's all nonsense. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just you forgot a thing, but now you're trying to justify. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. There's, there's maybe one or two examples that are hard to explain. Well, which ones? I'm curious. And the rest are, well, the, the Berenstein, Berenstain Bears is weird because yeah. there are things out there with the name spelled the other way. Oh, okay. But Like a typo, possibly. Yeah, it could just be a typo is the whole thing. There's not, I don't think there's really, now that I think about it, I can't think of one that's really compelling. The most compelling one I had ever heard was that in the song We Are the Champions yes, by I've the heard. band Queen, yes. Freddie Mercury never says of the world. Right, because there's something that I've heard that I believe in a certain recorded version of that song, he doesn't. But then there was a more popularized, right. a greatest hits version where it's yeah, included. Yeah, they're, they're referring to the album version of the song. And right. I still maintain that no one has ever listened to a Queen album in its entirety. You don't think so? No. Like, ask any person. And, and I, every time I'm like, yeah, Queen's just all right. People are like, what? What? <laughs> what? And what? then I'm yeah. like, I'm like, name your three favorite Queen albums. Albums. Well, too. I can't. I, uh, I can name the songs I like. That's because they're a singles band. Yeah. And their greatest hits is great. And, and the version of We Are the Champions on the greatest hits, the version everyone's that everyone's heard. heard, does have the phrase of the world. Which I would also imagine is like the radio single from that era on. Like they just played that instead right. of the original. Most, most people have heard the version where it says of the world and to like put that out there as a as a like alternate oh, timelines oh what could it be it's like you're fucking talking about the wrong song there's either multiple versions of this one song or there's thousands of dimensions simultaneously existing that we are all currently experiencing in varying degrees i'm gonna you go with the decide. latter yeah you decide listener uh, I do like that. I the Queen is one of those Reddit bands where it's like every they just become a meme and everyone's like, "Oh, Queen's my favorite." I'm 14 years old and I don't I don't listen to music that people my age listen to. I like Queen. It's like you know three songs from Reddit. Yeah. that's all it is. Yeah. So that's one that I can see. Berenstein, Berenstein. I'm gonna go with typo on that one because probably yeah. I've, I've seen a, somebody's Mandela effect thing where it was essentially. They remembered a word, just a word in the dictionary being spelled differently. And they were like, what? There's two C's in raccoon? Like, they, they remembered it being one C. And I was like, no, you just don't know how to spell. Yeah. <laughs> so that's definitely not, I mean, that's definitely a, a contender for what's going on with this 8-Ball at Chats episode. But sure. I remember it coming out and people are giving me feedback for that episode. I could send people detailed reports of how many people have listened to this episode and what region of the world they were in, possibly what time it was downloaded. So what do you I think? could maybe pinpoint <laughs> the moment Chet listened to this episode. But, like, you know that some people are still, they want to cling to the, this conspiracy. They want to know, like, they, no matter how many facts you, jump, you drop on them, like the Queen stuff, they're going to still right. want to believe because they're like uh, whichever one of the Scully and Mulders that wants to believe did that. <laughs> I right. can't remember who it was. Uh, I think it was Mulder that Mulder. wanted to believe. Sounds like a Mulder. And Scully just wanted a paycheck. <laughs> She was just there I'm about to, to retire. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what do you think uh, is – I mean, obviously, is, is this a thing that uh, has happened before on the network? Has anybody ever had such a mystified uh, accounting of an episode coming out? Has there ever been something like this before? No, no. <laughs> Short answer, no. Never in the history of the network. We have put up podcasts that were Patreon only. Mm. that the guest was like, hey, where can I listen to this? And I was like, fucking sign up, motherfucker. <laughs> That's my favorite Mandela effect is like, I remember someone saying this episode existed, but I never gave Adam Todd Brown $5, so I don't think that's real. I don't exactly. think it exists. Yeah. That could, yeah. That so that's it's. This is the first time that somebody's been completely mystified by the absence. Of, luckily, we're going to drop some clips in this episode right after this interview. We're yeah. going to be playing a lot of clips from that episode just to kind of reinvigorate the public, get them just out to there, remind people asking that it questions. Did happen? Absolutely. It did exist. Absolutely, and I can't wait to drop those. Uh, but so, 
without there being any mysticism about it, would you say there's any time that Chet has uh, started something like this and not stopped it after nine months? Well, there was a time he did something similar, but it was fun. <laughs> and that was... The big difference. That was when he was badgering fastball right. to play there to hit. <laughs> And and a cover of a Prince song in in his living room. <laughs> right. Uh, well, I remember the in Fastballs the way uh, he never said. I don't even know the lyrics <laughs> from it. <laughs> Listeners, fill in your own joke there. Uh, that was fun. Yeah, that that, that was, that a was very, a very there was a means to an end there. It ended right. at a point it was because a very they did play full bit. Yes, I don't. As far as I know, this potential bit. I'm going to say it's a bit. Has not yielded any 90s bands coming to the studio. No. There hasn't been any. Uh, there may have been some hashtags. I mean, we're going to talk to Vanessa Gritton a little later yeah. about uh, some of the hashtags on her behalf because Chet's been withholding something very special until the episode comes out. Yeah. Seems kind of sinister. Yeah, he's been withholding salsa <laughs> from Vanessa, and I issued a threat over it, right. and he still did not comply whatsoever. Has not complied since the threat was issued. Right. Right. Oof, that's tough. Uh, and uh, that's the thing with this uh, this bit that has been going on since February is that uh, it's now, uh, by the time this episode comes out, this will be November. And right. no 90s bands, no, no real anything other than uh, a bunch of uh, mentions on Twitter begging me to release the episode. Yeah, when this episode was actually dropped, yeah. we, we knew who had won the Super Bowl that season. That's true. And now we're close to knowing again. <laughs> and this bit is still happening. It spanned two Super Bowls almost. Yes. That yes. is a lengthy span Spanned bit. two NFL seasons, if nothing else. Listeners, if that's how you like to uh, uh, mark time, then perfect. Uh, that, that is a perfect way to do it. <laughs> how else would you? How else could you do it? Uh, there, are, there are two seasons, football season and waiting for football season. <laughs> is that kind of the, that's kind of the world you live in? Yes. Uh, and, then, and then also, uh, it was probably around the same time... Uh, I mean, spring training was happening, or it was coming up, uh, and we're now close to the end of the World Series. I mean, yep. the World Series are over by the time this comes yeah. out. Uh, so, uh, way to go, Blank. Uh, <laughs> we'll fill it in later. Uh, and so, what do you see in the future for this? Do you think that this episode will finally put a kibosh on this bit, or do you think it's going to keep happening? I am going to demand <laughs> that this puts a kibosh on that bit. It's a good word, kibosh. Kibosh, yeah, it, it's a really good word. I just I have one note for this whole interview, and it was just kibosh on a note card, and I Hell was just yeah. like, say at some point. Yeah, it's a solid word for sure. And this is not to say that I don't enjoy uh, the the mentions of the podcast. Uh, maybe we got some listeners because of this bit. Uh, people were it like, feels well, like all internal out. promotion, though. Yeah, there's a, it wasn't outsourced. We, I mean, yeah. we still got all those people that haven't heard of Unbops that haven't heard this episode. Exactly. <laughs> and we're not reaching them. We're not, we're not catering to them with a bit like this. No, certainly not. Uh, Chet should be reaching out to all those people and asking why they haven't listened See, that to been. that episode. That would be productive. <laughs> See, that that's the kind of bit I could get behind because there's a yeah. means to an end there. If it bumps the stats, hey, I'm into it. Yeah. Uh, but before we go here, uh, uh, thank you for, again, coming out to this field with me. Uh, it's a very quiet field, I've noticed. It's a quiet, quiet field. Yeah, there's not a lot of atmosphere. It's kind of like we're in space. <laughs> and no one's been hearing a scream. That is true. Right. And no one's ever been to space. Oh, Mandela effect. Right, yeah. <laughs> The uh, the old uh, the old uh, uh, Stanley Kubrick directed moon landing and all that. There's still people who don't think we've been to the moon since. Like I get that we haven't gone the first time, but there's some people who think we haven't ever been. Ask Chris Crittenden about this. I would love to. He's a good friend of the show, uh, yours and mine. He he was telling me about a very compelling podcast series about the moon landing and all the scientific reasons it actually could not have happened. Wow. Okay. Was like, it the I'm original not, one or in general? Like, there was. The one that we filmed oh, okay. and sent to MTV. That is one like, of the few conspiracy theories that I'm kind of like, I could see it. There was a time where I trusted the government enough right. to where I was like, come on, we wouldn't do that. But now it's like, yeah, probably. I just intrinsically, sure we fake that shit. I just intrinsically trusted Stanley Kubrick my whole life. Like, he wouldn't lie to us. <laughs> yeah. Coops, the Coops? He would admit it if he helped <laughs> fake that. He would tell us. Like, at least 10 years later or something. When did he die? I don't even know. 
Is he dead? That's a that's an R.I. possible. I'm not sure on that one. That's Mandela effect. Mandela effect. I remember Kubrick being spelled with a C. I, I don't remember know. Kubrick being 18 <laughs> when the fucking Shining came out. Yeah, he was a he was a little boy. He was just thinking about doing his first genie movie. Right. Exactly. And, uh, he eventually produced. This is the timeline that we live in. Kubrick produced Kazam, but it still starts Sinbad right. and a talking dog. Right. Exactly. And a handful of Berenstain Bears. It's Sinbad playing Shaq. Sinbad playing Shaq. Oh, that's fun. Which is weird. He's a method actor, but only for that guy. Right. <laughs> that's interesting. Uh, so uh, as we as we go in for the close here, uh, also, thank you for bringing this Prius generator that hasn't been making any sound on the year recording. That's amazing. This generator is smooth. Well, I don't want my 911 light, my 911 light to draw a lot of attention right right there's a lot so, of looky loos out there that are just waiting to eavesdrop on podcasts so i got to keep the generator that runs it quiet as it shines like a beacon in the night <laughs> compelling people to remember 9-11 and you keep the generator quiet which is like a by raising your backhand as a threat yeah <laughs> and it stays quiet. and what people don't know this sign is about 9-11 2014 oh yes, which was yes. just we all remember i had a fun day I had I a I fun too. day that day. I mean, I was definitely celebrating something. I couldn't remember what Yeah, it was. I was at a barbecue. 9-11 you, barbecue. You had two grills going next to each other. Right. <laughs> and uh, some people say there was a third one, but nobody knows. Um, so nah. this episode, uh, this, in, uh, this, this uh, deep dive into the lore of the Unpops Network, this is coming out on uh, November 2nd, I believe. November 2nd, Friday, November 2nd. Is there anything you want people to know about out there? Uh, like podcast-wise, stand-up-wise, or just, like, facts. Just go vote. Yeah, go vote. How about that? Yeah, go vote. Why not vote? Why wouldn't you vote? We're, we're sponsored by voting today. Yeah. <laughs> we got that. Yeah. Uh, unless you're going to vote Republican, then Vote for the right home. stuff. Which, like, yeah. it sounds like it would be, like, a... Like a uh, uh, like slanted or, like, like, like oh, well, but it's, like, in this, in this climate, it's not, like, controversial. It'd be like, hey, vote against uh, all the really bad stuff that's happening. Yes. And vote locally, too. Vote locally. Fucking put a picture of the sticker on Facebook, I guess. Oh, you got to do it. Yeah. Uh, if you live in Los Angeles, you can go. If you show your I, vote, I Voted sticker at the Pleasure Chest, you get a free mini vibrator. Did you know this? I did not know that. That is true. We got one last, I believe, last year. No, it was the actual election that we got it. And uh, it kind of it took some of the edges Did it off. help? Yeah. It helped, uh, helped a little <laughs> bit, yeah. <laughs> Adam Todd Brown, thank you so much for being here, uh, clearing things up. Uh, hopefully, you know, we won't have to ever meet like this in a field again, unless it's for pleasure. Uh, yeah, I Speaking agree. Speaking of the pleasure chest. Yeah, right. I'll see, I'll see you on election day. I do enjoy the company of Kevin Anderson in the <laughs> middle of a field. All right, we're going to go back to the studio now, and we're going to be uh, doing a clip from episode 119, Eight Ball at Chet's, a bleak and review featuring Adam Todd Brown and Chet Wilde, coming up right now on 96.5. <laughs> 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 Uh, just give me a second. <laughs> this is important. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's super important. No, I actually want to hear it now because I, I do want to. I do want to uh, figure this out. Maybe this will be maybe the first time you've heard of music. So I'm excited to have you. I've heard. I mean, it's a fantastic song. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It is. As far as '80s R&B go, and Vanilla Peace of my love, maker. Peace of my Peace love. of my love. There, like, I'm I think a, how deep is your love was Calvin Harris, I believe. Uh, well, it was the Bee Gees first. Well, you course, son yeah. of a bitch! <laughs> I'm so how millennial. dare you take that from them? So millennial. Uh, you know, Marvin Marvin Gaye made great beats for Kanye. I <laughs> oh, this is an ad. Oh yeah, yeah. Have you heard ads before? I've only heard ads since I've been here. You'll love this shit. That's one of the things I've done for money. The entire, my back is all ad space. You're going to love this jam then. There are so many GoDaddy tattoos on my shoulders. Four star pills. No, no, but were those before or after the the website was created? Those after. Oh, okay. At this point, it's just anybody that'll give me, I have an Uber tattoo on my hip. Right. Just talk over this jam. We'll wait till the lyric comes up. Uh, yeah, I don't know if we're even going to be able to spot it because it's on one of the choruses. It just sounds really faint in the background. And what was it? They're supposed to say dumb bitch? Dumb bitch. Listeners, if you <laughs> find the dumb bitch in this song and send it in. It's, send oh, it's at the end of the, song. end of the song. Here, let me read. This is from Song Facts. Ever since this song, and I'm not, I don't know who wrote this. It could, it's any internet maniac. Bob Dylan wrote it. Ever, no, 
motherfucker. I mean, you wrote the song fast now. But how great would it be if it was Dylan? Uh, ever since this song came out, there's been a debate whether or not lead singer Aaron Hall said dumb bitch subliminally at the end of this song. Not only does it sound like it when you listen closely, but what woman would deal with a man who would sing such a song to her? This is a turn I didn't expect. <laughs> oh, it's now a think piece. <laughs> well, Teddy Riley of Guys said that it was false. According to Riley, Aaron Hall was notorious for his dum dum ditty ad libs <laughs> in their songs, and he was in the middle of a dum dum ditty when they were said, "What the fuck, man?" Adam, the the version I have pulled up on my phone right now has lyrics on the video, so I will let you know if I see it. It's got the lyrics on the YouTube video. It's going to say dumb bitch. <laughs> I do have a question if anybody's seen yeah. somebody that used to be on my commune, because he was a music maker. Uh-huh. He was a lovely young singer. He had a large family. Keith Sweat. <laughs> I don't know if he's Keith Sweat now. He had it long, was Keith Sweat or Keith hair. Tears, for sure. I don't know which one. He moved into the mountains. I know oh. he was going to visit a lady friend named Sharon. <laughs> Moving to the mountains, got to meet up with my woman Sharon. I don't know the song. Charles, his name is Charles. Oh. <sighs> Charles Hansen. So close. Charles Hansen Umbop, that one. The, the, he's the, the fourth Hansen brother. Charles Handsome. Charles Mantooth. <laughs> <laughs> That's him. Mr. Hey, what a clip that was with uh, Adam Todd Brown and Chet Wilde. Man, I've uh, never heard feel like, you know, sometimes you're in a field and you're like, wait, am I in a field? But I was like, wow, you I'm in a field. It. You felt it. And uh, you weren't even there with your soundboard for that one. No. Because we did that in a different location. Man, those those wheat swaying. That's oh, the, swaying wheat, they those, say. And also, like, after that, like, it was so great the, to, to revisit the Chet and Adam episode for a moment. Like, we had some laughs in the studio, for sure. You, Vanessa Gritton, would you agree? Yes. Okay, good. Confirmed. Uh, of course, we're back here in the studio with the aforementioned uh, exclusive interview. Uh, of course, we're talking about episode 119, Eight Ball of Chets. We just heard a great clip from it. Um, Vanessa, you've been uh, affected by this episode in a specific way. I want way. my sauce. Is it? Is it? So your sauce. I want my aff- fucking sauce. Your fucking sauce. I want my fucking sauce. Uh, did Chet, is he withholding a personal lubricant from you? Okay, here's what happened. Okay. Yeah, break it down. <laughs> I. Like hot sauces, I like most condiments. I, most listeners know one of my favorite condiments is mustard. They've mm. sent me an approximate mm. of 13 oh, bottles, mustard. and I love them for it. Hell yeah. Which tells you how much I love this salsa, because I love this salsa more than I love mustard. Whoa. It's this jar of sauce called Ellen J's Salsa. It's from Ellen J's Cafe in El Paso, Texas. I used to eat it all the time when I lived there. It was this delicious, toasty salsa. I found out Chet was going to be in the area because the only way I can get the jar before was by paying shipping, which was three times the cost of the jar. Mm, right. And since Chet was in the area. I mean, that's cheaper. <laughs> so Chet was in the area. I was just like, hey, can you grab me a bottle of sauce? Chet yeah. grabs the bottle of sauce, but then keeps it hostage mm-hmm. so he can release the episode that has already been released mm-hmm. for a bit. Yeah. And I am going on air to say I will dox Chet unless yeah. he gives me my fucking yeah, salsa. Yeah. <laughs> like a 13-year-old on 4chan. I, <laughs> yeah. I will release his blood type. I will release Ooh. every... Ep- Every time he's ever had coitus with a lady, I will find that information and put Ooh. it out, including the gaps in between. Like You want this salsa. I I want my fucking it would have been better if he did not buy the salsa right. than buying it mm. and knowing it's in the state, but right. there's nothing I can do to get it. Yeah. And I there's no closure. There's there's no closure. Or open. And I'm or opener. gonna yeah. drive into his house. Mm. Mm. Well, that's not bad. Speaking uh, of openers. Fast yeah. car into Chet's. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna Tracy Chapman right into his driveway. Tracy Chapman, fast car. Oh yes, right, yes, right, yes, right. yes, 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 yes. Now uh, you've heard this episode. You know this episode came out. We're, we've pretty much established with Adam Todd Brown in the last interview that the Mandela effect is not in effect right now, as it were. Uh, most people know that this episode does exist. There's stats backing it up. Even Mandela knows it. Mandela knows it himself mm-hmm. uh, from the grave. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, but. The problem is that there's there's definitive proof, yet people still choose to believe the episode's not out. And I'm just wondering, Vanessa, have you had this kind of experience, whether through comedy or podcasting, where somebody clearly should have all of the right information, they should know, but they choose to be uh, ignorant? You mean all of the media now? 
all of the yeah. media that mm-hmm. exists. Do you now. have experience with media? <laughs> like every every news source that exists now. Yeah, all of them, just so all of them. This is like a microcosm of what's going on in the world, basically. Yep. Uh, the, like that Aerosmith song. W- which one? The uh, one that like something's sweet wrong in the world today. God knows what it is. You know that one? I thought you were yeah. doing the yeah. theme song for Cheers for a second. Oh yeah, yeah it's the same idea. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so this is, in a way, a microcosm for uh, the 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 f- fact that we live in a world that has access, more access to information than ever ever before. Oh, possible. it has not been an issue at all. I mean, and it, no, it's no, never the, been an issue to get it. Internet information age has been great for knowledge. I mean, I've, it could theoretically <laughs> have been, but it's not. It certainly isn't. I love how the inter- like all of the internet has pretty much just amounted to trying to sell me diet lollipops and most of my friends ruining their skin with DIY face masks. Now, I think we should break down both of these concepts (laughs) because I'm very unfamiliar with both of them. Uh, Diet lollipops? Oh, yeah. It's something that the Kardashians started peddling, but then, like, Mm. basically any Instagrammer started. And they're lollipops that suppress your appetite, and they're being marketed to young women. So, like, kind of like those amphetamine pills or diet pills from, like, that... Just smoke cigarettes, people. (laughs) Come on. Just smoke cigarettes and develop a healthy coke addiction like I did yes. and gain 30 pounds as soon as you quit but people are still like you look great uh, what you do, do? That. baby I, come I on I want my salsa uh, <laughs> I mean and if if, if I this want doesn't my salsa, end Chet are... will be uh, th- th- forcing you to have diet lollipops to keep away your sulfa sulfa cravings salsa cravings first of all sulfa cream sulfa cream First of all, uh. I'm not buying diet lollipops. Those are like $50 a bag. When if I want to make sure that I'm not hungry, I can have someone tell me that I'm a Hollywood best friend type again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's I have true. a solution. What I want is my goddamn salsa. And we've got a hashtag going. Now, when this episode drops, if the salsa is still outside of your grasp, uh, what is this hashtag that we've got going on the Discord boards, on Twitter? The hashtag is salsa at Vanessa's. Yes. I don't want anyone near my home. I just mm. want my salsa. Yeah, no bands need to come. <laughs> like, I... I... Bands? For fastball chess. Oh, right, yeah. okay. Yeah, like, I... If he can harass a band into coming to his house... Or some salsa dancers. I can send him enough pictures of missing fingers to get my salsa back. <laughs> Just anyone's missing fingers. Uh, Ooh. I'll pick fingers that look like fingers that he loves. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. He's got a couple. Yeah. Oh, I did want to circle back real quick before we move on too far past it. What was the other thing uh, that was very confusing? Uh, the DIY face masks? What's going yes. on there? Is that also a diet thing? Oh, no, it's no, a it's face a mask you make thing. at home. Yeah. And sometimes they're good. Like, sometimes they have, like, avocado or oatmeal or some mm. shit like that. And other times, somebody tells you, hey, toothpaste will clear up a pimple, and that's how you get a chemical burn. Uh, wait, toothpaste will burn your skin? Yes. Oh, right. You're familiar with toothpaste, Kevin? Uh, I know that it's uh, it comes in a, a tube. I know that... it's not tube paste. Oh, I was thinking of tube paste. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Paste for your tubes. <laughs> I, I was My once tubes told... are so dry. <laughs> I was once told that toothpaste would fix scratches on broken uh, or uh, scratched CDs or video games or DVDs. You like rub some toothpaste on it, and the micro. Uh, the micro, the micro beads. The micro beads yeah. uh, will 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 patch it up and it's seamless. I did that with a video game in college and I don't believe it worked. I don't that's think it worked. How, yeah, that's how I cured cavities on one of my Smash Mouth CDs. Yeah, your Smash Mouth CD had ca- cavities. Yep. Oh, that's sad. Fluoride helped. Flo- fluoride helped uh, uh, your your Smash Mouth. I feel like get fluoride helped is one of their songs. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a Smash Mouth song. Uh, might as well be talking with a grin. I believe it was one of theirs. Uh, uh, that was one. There was a... Uh... Remember when I got drunk and realized I was looking at Smash Mouth? Yeah, yeah, that's true. We drove by a Smash but... Mouth concert once. Oh, okay. But they were outside, so I was like, that's Smash Mouth. And he's like, no, it's not. And it turns out it absolutely was. Uh-huh. And then I started crying mm-hmm. because I'd missed the spin doctors that went on before them. <laughs> it's a real big, it's a real, it's a real Chet Wild-esque festival oh, over man. there. And then I started crying more because I said I missed that doot, doot, doot song. And Kevin said, what doot, doot, doot song? Yeah, doot, doot, yeah. And then, he was like, yeah, yeah. And then I sang it, and he was like, that's Semi-Charmed Life. That's not even Spin Doctors, third you eye blind. moron. That would be Third Eye Blind. I mean, yes. yeah, you know, it's all the same. If you saw Spin Doctors, they just play two songs and leave. 
Yeah, I, they got two princes and a pocket full of kryptonite, right? Or is that the two songs? Something I like got that? a pocket, got a pocket full of kryptonite. No, I thought it was Little Miss. Uh, uh, Little Miss can't be wrong. Was yeah. another. Was, okay, so they got three songs. Oh man, well wow, it's really adding up. That's a concert. A concert. Oh. <laughs> well, because Smash Mouth had three songs too. So so far we're up to six. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's I mean that's a good half hour of entertainment. And then, you know, it, it's, if it takes if you count all the setup time for oh, the uh, instruments gotta, and everything, you got to count that. That's almost that's almost forty five minutes. Yeah. I stuff. want my salsa. Yes, uh, that is the rallying cry as we go back into another clip here. We would like uh, hashtag salsa at Vanessa's to start trending on all the platforms. Start just start sending it to people on Bumble or Tinder. Just say it say it around places. Yeah. Ar- around the water cooler. Yeah. I want my L and J Cafe salsa. I want my L and J, L and J, L and J, L and J. L and J. Give me my fucking salsa. I was wondering what you were going to do that. <laughs> All right, so what do you say? Should we go to another clip from the Adam Todd Brown and Chet Wild episode sure. 119 8 ball at Chet? Chet, give me my fucking salsa. I swear to fucking god. Uh we're going to we're going to throw another another highlight reel from that and then afterwards we're going to plug some stuff. Okay. All right, we'll see you on the other side, folks. My okay. plug is that I want salsa. We'll do otherwise. Too. <laughs> And uh, he says, you know, I'm, I'm trying to cheat on my wife. And I say, look, you're talking to the right guy. I don't know. <laughs> I got all kinds of all kinds of tips and tricks. So I was telling him, you know, you're trying to cheat on your wife. Take this broad out of here. Take it down this stretch of road I know. You know, it's called a uh, dike road. <laughs> was it near? A, was it near a, a stream or a lake or a fjord? <laughs> well, it's interesting. Okay. It was near a place called Dike Bridge. <laughs> Doesn't sound like it's appropriate okay. and at then, all. Uh, yeah, and then Bobby it's Kennedy, 1968. <laughs> and then Bobby Kennedy drove his mistress into a lake. Look, that's not important. <laughs> but I knew she was close. Ted Kennedy, chi- chi- chip a chip a chip a chip a chip a chip a walk. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, like yeah. 1978, though. Yeah, looked up on uh, look it up on uh, Wikipedia. It was in, that, it was in 1968. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Come <laughs> <laughs> in 1978. I don't know. That's what the media wants. I guess you to it's believe. I guess <laughs> it's possible. I could have typed it wrong into my phone earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you've lived such a, a life. Memory. Yeah, you've lived such a wild life. Like you can lose a decade. Here yeah, and there. yeah. Like it, it happens. Like it, yeah. But you know, I, I was, it was interesting because I was so close to her. It was my first like real brush with politics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you're I like, found, I got to get in on this. Yeah, I was saying, you know, these these guys, they're dying all the time. You know, there's a lot of jobs to be filled. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I said, what was Bobby Kennedy doing? They said, almost president. I said, does that pay? And they said, no. Well, kind of. And I said, well, all right, I'll check it out. Yeah, yeah. So about, uh, I don't know, apparently 10 years later, not 20 like I originally <laughs> thought. Hey, we understand. I, uh, I heard, you know, through the grapevine that my one true love. Pigeon Slapper. Pigeon Slapper. You know what? Yeah, think, Kick Rocks. You yeah. think after all these years I would have thought of a nickname for her to shorten this process? <laughs> Let's call her Roxy because she likes to kick oh, rocks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Roxy. No, or I've, Roxanne. I oh. have bad memories at the Roxy. Uh, yeah. Roxanne. Do you like uh, the police? Shine that red and blue light. <laughs> you don't have to turn on that red light. <laughs> I was into good music. Oh, shots fired. It stinks. So I'm in the White House. <laughs> you never told us that you were partying in the White House, man. This, this was is... a tough subject to me until recently. You were oh. part of the Reagan administration? Well, now, now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> now we're getting somewhere. And so I bump into Nancy Reagan, and I say, you want some crack? And she says, no, thanks. <laughs> that does sound like her. That sounds a lot like her. That, that was that kind of her motto it. back then, right? <laughs> no, just say no. Say no thanks to crack. Yeah. <laughs> just say no thanks. We did smoke a fucking <laughs> ton least of weed. We don't, like. don't, do, don't do drugs, but be cordial. Yeah, be, yeah. <laughs> she says, be no nice. thanks. Your local crack dealer is tr- working hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She be says, nice. no thanks, but what's crack? <laughs> and I say, oh, it's this thing I got from this guy I know who invented it in the government. She said, <laughs> <laughs> she said I'd love to introduce you to my husband immediately. <laughs> Does crack help with uh, memory problems? <laughs> Is that what she asked you? Is what yeah. I'm saying. I couldn't tell you. She was apparently not. If you used it, you can't remember. she was shoving skittles up her ass the whole time. I couldn't tell one thing from the next. <laughs> Shoving Skittles it's up It's an astrology rest. term, I think. It was, That's what it was. So. It was Skittles, right? It was, it was uh, jelly beans. <laughs> jelly beans. I tell you what, apparently crack does not help with memory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Skittles, jelly beans, they're all... Great clip that was, everybody. Oh. I've heard some clips in my day, and that, that and as far and as that those was one go, of them. they were upwards of ten minutes long a piece. Oh, what really? was that Jonestown? 
Uh, the clip of Jonestown? Yeah. No, that's Patreon only. We're doing that yeah, on Patreon. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of a. It's that's more of a field recording as well. <laughs> yeah. I guess you would say. Either you're gonna say feel good recording. It could be <laughs> if you're a Kool Aid man. It feels good one time. Can't they be ghosts? <laughs> imagine, imagine the Kool Aid man breaking a wall into Jonestown and then seeing. The, oh. Oh, oh no! And Matt just wrote a Family Guy cutaway. <laughs> yeah, guy. Exactly. <laughs> family Guy, hire this man. Uh, uh, Seth MacFarlane, get on it. I know that you're barely involved with the show aside from the voices, but do it. Um, Considering and he looks like a small reanimated child's doll. So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully that uh, we've got enough clips out there to sate uh, the appetite of our friend Chet, and uh, he'll be able to release this salsa. He'll uh, not drive Adam Todd Brown to the brink of madness. And uh, and you know I think we can put it to bed now. Uh, what do you guys think? You think we're you think we're out of the woods? Bedtime. 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 I don't know if we're out of the woods. Chet has a magnificent ability to keep something going past the point of what a human being can tolerate. Oh yeah. I want my fucking salsa. Baby, please don't cry. I'm. You got to keep your head up, fu- even when the road is hard. Never give up. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. Okay. No bits, salsa. <laughs> I want my salsa. No more bits, sauce. All right. No more bits, sauce. That's another good, that's a good poll quote from this. We got a good one in the Adam Todd Brown segment. We had a great poll quote. I'm going to put that in there as well. Um, while we're here, I mean, we might as well plug some stuff, right? Oh, right, because we're at plugs. We're at plugs. Let's do it. Uh, Vanessa, do you got anything going on? This is uh, November 2nd when people are hearing this, of course. Salsa. So I have some podcasts that you can look at, and I have a website you can look at. It's VanessaGritton.com, where that's where all those podcasts are. I can have have shows you can look at also on that website. I'll probably have an article out by Fendom again by now. And uh, let's see, what else? Give me my fucking salsa. That's that's the main takeaway. Yeah, yeah. That's what we want people. Uh, and if they want to support this cause, they can find you at Ness Gritton and all the things. You can find me at Ness Gritton, uh, LNJ Cafe. Please find a way to ship your salsa for a cheaper price or give me a case at a reduced cost. Or, Chet, give me my goddamn salsa. Mm. <laughs> I like mm. that reverse plug or uh, reverse sponsorship where you're like, hey, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about LNJ Cafe. They should be sending me stuff for cheap. <laughs> not, <laughs> not. First of all, they're delicious. The last yes. time I I was there. I met Mike Tyson. Ooh. Uh, they have amazing dishes. They have great salsa. I'm not sure if you've heard of this before. Have you heard of this? But it's really expensive. And it's really I want good. my salsa. We're gonna get I the salsa. I don't have babe. a lot in this universe. I am literally someone that has written for TV that is currently cleaning houses, and all I have to look forward to is a goddamn dollar salsa. <laughs> Chet, this is a plea from all of us here. Do the right thing, buddy. Give my baby a salsa. Give my baby a salsa. <laughs> Matt, what's going on with you, buddy? Ah, nah, 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 nothing. <laughs> at, at Capital City INC. Capital City INC, Twitter, Profiles. Instagram. Profiles. Pro 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 Uh-huh. Kevin. Uh, tomorrow night, if you're listening to this on the day comes out, come to Townies, uh, Koreatown, Melrose and Heliotrope, Skip Town Playhouse, 8 o'clock, Todd Glass headlining, other people performing, fun times, $5. <laughs> nice. Uh, KB Anderson, yo. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to do the rate, review, subscribe thing. Uh, by the way, uh, you're... Friends of the uh, friend, listeners of the show, your shirts are on the way by this point, so they will be in your hands soon. You will have my old clothes, and uh, just go uh, support podcasts. Yeah, I want to say that. Yeah. I want to thank Adam Todd Brown for doing a field interview with Thanks, me. Adam. I want to thank Vanessa Gritton for Thanks, uh, Vanessa. bearing her soul. Uh, let's go. Give me <laughs> my fucking salsa. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, everybody. We'll see you next week.